I was looking at its head. They're not adorable. a seat at the table it is lunchtime in rome tonight is episode 131 entitled how's life (laughs) is life great is life far more difficult than it should be is life a dumpster fire which is it it seems that most everyone's life is one of these one of these three and more often than not it's the first one how are you how are the lives of the people around you why do things seem to be so difficult these days Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, including Rumble. And if you can, give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? And even more often than not, it's not the first one. But no matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, they're not as bad as they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, well, they just got much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans twelve fifteen, which states, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food tech talk to model rejoicing and mourning. We then hit the main topic. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. Rome. Hi, guys. Hi, Chris. Chris is back in the saddle again. I'm back. Back in the saddle again. Um, What is Rumble? Man, I just don't know anything. What is Rumble? Is that real? Yeah, it's a YouTube alternative. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rumble. Rumble. Like you're creating a rumble with your video... Sure. Sure. All right. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. If that's what you want it to be. Right. Um, okay. Hi. Uh, let's we're start. not on Rumble, by the way. Oh, we're not. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. So that was a misleading statement, my, it, Brian. I shouldn't have said Chris, that. Chris, what was your good for the week or bad? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to start with a, a what's good is bad kind of thing. So mm. I love this time of year. I love fall. Mm. I love the changing leaves. I love when the weather starts cooling down a bit. I don't even mind when it gets like a little rainy, you know, cloudy, whatever. Like I just, I enjoy the this time coming out of summer. Fast, love summer. Fast forward two months from now. Just this weather's got me down. It's just <laughs> <Right>? rainy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, and it is. It's like I think that's part of the reason I like it so much is it's like this little window that we've got, and that leads me right into my bad. Oh. It's actually a two-part bad. Okay. Number one, it's still like getting up to almost it was eighty extremely every humid day. Today. Extremely <laughs> yes, humid. it's humid. Yeah. It's hot. Yep. Like, where is this? And you know where this is going? It's going climate from, change. Oh yeah. Well, we could we could go there. <laughs> Let's not. You drive a Tesla. You're you're, well, we had a, you're, you're we covering had a, all of that. No, I'm with you. We had a dip, and like I was kind of excited. Like, all right, like I right. I, I put new filters in my furnace. I and like I was Me preparing. Too. Like, all right, okay. Like now I'm gonna turn the heat on. But now it's like, do I turn the air conditioning back on? Right. It's almost like yes, I don't which know. I did. I had to. I had did to. You? Oh, it's mm-hmm. so, so humid. humid. So humid. Yeah, really humid today. Yeah, not for the heat, but for the humidity. So right. Chris, there were, there were what a couple, your, what's the bad, Chris? Well, there's a couple days of teas there. The the nice cooler weather, but <laughs> what? 
Mr. Taskmaster over here. We're like... Focus up, everybody. Chris, what's the bad? <laughs> we're just rejoicing in mourning, but our bad. <laughs> I'm like anxious to like... So... The hot weather is it's the just, bad? Well, that's the first... <laughs> Wait, did we wait? We're yes, doing Eric. we're doing Bizarro podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Where Eric's like, come on, come on, tell me what's bad. What? Because it's hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, teacher. Enjoy your eight hours of sleep. Let me write that in the show notes. By the way, you can visit uh, lunchtimeinrome.com for all the show notes for every episode. Good. That's episode one hundred and thirty-one. <laughs> so my See point later, is. Everybody. Bye. It, you know where this is going weather-wise <laughs> no. is October. Now we're stuck in still this like 70s, 80, you know, humid type thing. Two weeks from now, Snow. it's just going to go to 50 or 45 degrees. Right. We're, we're going to miss this window of opportunity right. weather-wise. And that makes me sad. Two days. But maybe we have an abbreviated winter. Because mm. like, like I love, I'm with you. Like I, I like the change. I like the into the, into the, you know, after Christmas, after New Year's. But then it seems like. January, February, March just drag on and yeah. on and on. Oh, that's so the worst maybe time of the year. We abbreviate that and we can open my pool sooner. Oh, uh, that's yes. where it all goes. To. Have you consulted the farmer's almanac? I it's have accurate. not. Hmm. I need to do more reading. I feel like you should see what the, yeah. the weather pattern is, is uh, supposed to be. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. But I've, I Check find the it jet interesting stream. that you share that because I have observed lately up until sunday when it got humid mm -hmm. but when we had that like week to 10 days of fall right, weather like, okay falls here i said i don't know if i've ever realized this before but with the warm days and cold nights the inside of your house is backwards because <laughs> like during the day house is cold it's chilly but then it heats up through the right. day so at night it's hot right it's very unpleasant yeah i don't know what it's true. So, yeah. so that's, I, I celebrate that's more with you in all of that. And I'm going to throw I'm supposed to. <laughs> one more tiny bad in there, although it's not super tiny. I don't know if you could tell my voice is still not great. Oh, yeah. But um, last week I was out because mm -hmm. of my voice. And that's the, you know, that's the, the bad of, of the good of fall is the, the, let me try that again. <laughs> the bad part of this wonderful fall time is allergies, allergies right? I, I get so bad that I, I took a COVID test last week. Mm. Dr did the uh, drive-through test at Rite Aid? You all be mm -hmm. happy to know I tested negative, but it, it was because of you know my, there was a teacher at my school that had this story. Like she felt mostly fine, thought it was allergies, um, got a little worse, went to the doctor just to double check. Here she tests positive for COVID, and it's like, oh my gosh, that could be me. Mm -hmm. Like, what if this isn't allergies? Even though it felt totally normal, like yes, I lose my voice every fall and I get you know. The, the allergy symptoms, but what if this time that's not all it is, right? right. Mm -hmm. So then I, I had to go take a test. But <laughs> it's sort of like a movie trailer. What if this time <laughs> that's not <laughs> all it is? My voice could kind of do COVID that this, this week. So, so well, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better. I, Thank you. I also feel bad that you're still struggling with that. Want to hear a funny um, food story? Absolutely. So I made my wonderful, I think, steak salad. Mmm. I do love a good steak salad. And um, cooked my steak, what I thought was going to be just the, the right medium rare. <laughs> yeah. And um, what, what kind of steak did you use? Uh, sirloin. Beef. Okay. Yeah. yeah, beef. The beef kind. Yeah. Turkey steak. And, and uh, cooked it very, very nicely, except that it came out a little more rare than I wanted. And yeah. I, and, oh, right? No. no, yes. For me, yes. It was really, yeah. really good. Yeah. But I'm looking, I'm cutting the steak and I'm like... Oh, Amy is just not gonna eat this. So I'm like, okay, Zap what do I do? It. Do I go back into uh, out to the grill and 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 finish it up? Nope. I nuke it for sixty seconds. She ain't no. She nothing. didn't know the difference. <laughs> I said, 
here, this plate's for you. I cooked it a little more. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. And it's true. Not That's a lie. Good. Would either of you That's that have good. a sous vide ever sous vide a steak? Oh, yeah, I have. Oh. I've sous vide a ribeye. Oh. I mean, I would. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm sure. You have to do it long. It's not It's like, it's not like you know, if you take a, a, a cheap piece of steak, you mm. want to cook it longer well, sure. in the sous vide. But, like, do you do a ribeye and then just flash, you know, sear it? Like mm-hmm. all the way up on the heat on a, on a cast iron skillet, flash sear it. Oh my god! I was going to ask so if you good. missed like a little bit of like char. Or whatever. Well, no, you still got to sear it, but yeah, you, you have to. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to okay. sear it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's I have done it for steak and or the bison steak that I was eating. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I did that with that. Yeah, because if you have your steak that's frozen, you just throw it in frozen longer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that way you don't have to wait for it to thaw out and everything else. Right. So Chris, back to you. So no, that's all you. That's all me. Good, bad food. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Eric, hurry up. Tell us what's up with you. <laughs> all right. So my bad this week. Two minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we have been talking about the whole mass formation thing. We have. Um, and that is kind of my bad. Like just thinking about mm. that and how real it is. Yes, it is so real. And if if this is your first time listening to the show, I really encourage you to go back and listen to the the last three shows before. I was going to say start one. episode one, but um, yeah, well, there's that too. But mass the last three are really bang it out. You understand? <laughs> yeah. But specifically to mass formation, and it's just you know there, there's there's people in my life that like I, I've talked to about real numbers and things like that, and they just they don't see it and. You know, I'm I'm very much compassionate towards anybody who feels however they feel right now in this world and what whatever with everything going on and and it's just heartbreaking to me. And I just want us to love each other and get along and there's just not a lot of that going on. Yeah. And uh and that's kinda that's kinda weighed heavy on me um this week. Um so there's that. And good this week is we've had a lot of good family time. We did the Renaissance Festival. Mm. Um, we did a pumpkin patch on Sunday. Which lovely weather. <laughs> lovely Speaking weather. of weather. <laughs> uh, but it ended up being okay. When we got to the pumpkin patch, it was like, it was raining like sideways. <laughs> um, it was just oh, like, right. like there was part of me, I was like, let's just go home. <laughs> but then like it stopped raining. It didn't clear up, but it stopped raining and that was fine. And um and we were with friends of ours that and and our friends have a daughter that's about the same age as Maggie and they had fun together and it was good it was it was great it was great I saw a tweet today that said why would I spend five dollars on a pumpkin at the grocery store when I can drive fifteen miles away <laughs> get muddy and spend twenty seven dollars <laughs> yeah right you that know funny, funny hey, story it's we, worth it we did not buy any pumpkins there so uh, there is that where mm. where did you go if I may we ask? went to Janoski's. <laughs> <laughs> good irish good irish family there um and uh it was great it was great um uh and, and it was it was just good family time we just had some good family time this weekend and, and that was great yeah um and then food would be the turkey leg at the renaissance oh Fair. there you go um I don't think I've ever eaten that much meat in one really? sitting. Dude, that turkey leg, there is so like I I was like I'm going to eat this as long as I can. Um and I did. <laughs> um and I even shared some with Amy. Um but it was just it was so much meat. Um 
Because I didn't really realize how big a, a turkey leg is. Um, you know. So. You've never seen turkey no, pants? It's... <laughs> I no, will say I'm this. with you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So at the pumpkin farm that we were at, they had a. They had a. They had, I know this is weird. They had a petting zoo, and one of the things that you could pet was a turkey. And I was like, I never knew that a turkey would be willing to. Well, they strap it down. I mean, it's really terrible. <laughs> would let you you pet it with a hatchet. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, <clears throat> That's how they like to be pet, right? Right along their neck. But this, this, this turkey—if you ignored it, it would like come after you t- for you like to to comfort it, right? <laughs> Sorry, please continue. This yeah. is great. I know. Um, but so we're petting this turkey, and I was like, man, because we were like right up. Cl- I've never been this close to a turkey before, and I was like, I was looking at its head. They're not adorable. No, I, I was I was just staring at its head because the head of a turkey is so ugly. Like <laughs> I was like, talking to this turkey, and it said Eric's head is so ugly. That's so weird. <laughs> I can't. Okay, all right. So I'm sweating. I gotta finish the story. It's so hot here. <laughs> my feet are freezing and my body's on fire. I gotta go get a Chris COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so What's so the a, turkey, all about? a turkey head, you know, you got <laughs> it's like gizzard and everything. And like but the top of it is like this blue, white, like just wrinkled mess. And I will tell you, I'll, like I looked at Amy, I was like, I wonder what the I wonder what the turkey's head feels like, and uh, I was like, this this, this is the opportunity to find out. <laughs> this is... Maggie's in the parking lot, wandering around. Nobody's. <laughs> She's got her keys in her in her hand. She's like, it's raining, guys. Can we please go home? I'm done with the turkeys. I'm done with the turkeys. Just a minute, Maggie. And Daddy not... needs to touch the turkey. <laughs> And I'm not even getting a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> what what it feel like, Eric? <laughs> so I was like, this is our opportunity to feel a turkey head if we don't want to do it. <laughs> not everybody gets that. I will say that I will tell you this, it is one of the most awful things I've ever found in my life. It is it was so gross. I I <laughs> I would, it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like after it was like alien. Like I was just like, whoa! I could, I just couldn't do it. But you wish you had a hat. I, I do. I touched it once. I couldn't do it again. It was unbelievable. It was, uh, that was. I lost track. Is that a good or a bad? Or food? That was food. Oh, okay. <laughs> that really is. That was from food. We got the there from turkey. Right? I didn't know how big a turkey leg was. Man, that was it. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> so one of my favorite moments of the weekend was at the Renaissance Fair when I bought four turkey legs. Yeah, you did. And it was, 30, it was $32 Gosh, for four turkey legs. That picture of you with all four was, that was amazing. But I, I echo Eric's statement in that it was a lot of meat. Like I was walking around for like an hour exactly. eating that turkey Thank leg. Thank you. And it almost became like a safety blanket. Like, all right, I see weirdos. Let me take another bite of turkey leg. Um, but that's not my food. But the Renaissance Fair was actually my 
my my good like that was that was fun it really was fun it was fun to get out it was fun to see a lot of people together um you know and and that's a really unique environment for people that are very unique to come and be unique together in their own individual ways right, right. i mean you see that, a lot of things there yeah it's right. the best people watching it, it really is like even better than the airport like i, I used to love go, this is dating me but i used to love going to the airport before 9 11 and just going out and like watching people um but the renaissance fair was was really fun um the jousting thing was cool not that i like we didn't there was it was like in three parts right, right um we saw the first part of it and man on the horses like with their joust getting rings you know uh, like is, yeah people, so much talent people throwing rings in the air and like them catching them that was very very cool well and the woman that was one of the jousters mm-hmm. her her horse was blind right i was like that's amazing right oh yeah you guys found that out like afterwards when yeah Maggie we were, we were talking to, to her like, pet yeah the we horse. pet the horse yeah it was cool it was very cool you're yeah. talking to the horse yeah, and the woman was well, like interrupting, and, you know, true. Was, yeah. <laughs> very gifted. The other senses, right? They, yeah. they, they all yeah. take over. So um, that was fun, and, and I mean, Ethan and Abby both had a great time. I mean, <laughs> the money you spend there, like when you have kids, it's it's just like you're peeling off twenties. Uh, it, it's it really was, yeah, like on what? Well, Abby got a like a tiara. Um, it was like forty five bucks. Oh. Ethan got a sword, which I pitched in forty five bucks, but it was like he pitched in his own money in addition Shh. to that. Plus the well, thirty two bucks for the uh, the the four turkey legs. Here they're large, they were huge. Yeah. Um, it was worth eight bucks. You, I mean, you're not going away hungry, right? I mean, you during, know what I mean. Like you figure, like that turkey leg for eight dollars, right? Like you're if you would bought like a piece right. of pizza, I, if bucks. you go to Idlewild for right. a meal, right. you go to an amusement right. park, yeah, it's, right, right, yeah. for eight dollars. That like I did, I ate one thing for the rest of the day, Week. and I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um but yeah anyway sorry Brian. right no no, no. Yeah. It's, it's it's good so but it, it was fun um if you go pre- be, and you want to spend some money be prepared to spend some money because like anywhere you turn it's like here let me take your money um especially if you have kids <clears throat> so that was good um my bad is i have this really big deal in life like mm. there's this thing I really don't want to get into, but it's like right on the precipice, and it's been right on the precipice. Well, it's right on the uh, and it's wow. been right on the precipice. Yeah, and it it comes down to like legal language and wording, and it's like, can somebody please just follow up on this? Can somebody please follow up on it in a timely mm-hmm. manner? Let's just freaking get this done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're at the two inch line. If it's a football analogy, you're at the two inch line. Like let's let's just go over the goal. Like, yeah. We all want to do it. <laughs> Not even let's, one yard. Let's do but, it. Right. You've been um, saying it's going to be this week for the last, I don't know. Three months. Right. I was going to say 176 weeks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been a while. And it's fine. I mean, it, it, sometimes that's that's the way that things play out, especially if, if there's a big thing going on. Yeah. Uh, my food would be today. Eric and I went to Kelly O's down in the Strip. Um, yeah. He and I went and, um, well, we had some business downtown. I'm going to leave it at that. And then we went and had breakfast, and it was really fun. It was What'd really fun. I enjoyed doing that with you. I had this giant omelet, mm, uh, and, and it was uh, it was called the Power Play. And they it literally said, "Yep, if you don't eat this, be prepared to bring a like ask for a box or whatever." It's the one that says like there's that. an sh apo- uh, exclamation point t. Yes, ton yes. of eggs. Yep, it was yeah. I had that myself. It was yeah. enormous. It's a big omelet. It yeah. was huge. And I had the protein breakfast, which was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was, that last time. It was good, and um, and I didn't I didn't eat again until I came over to Eric's right before the podcast. Like mm-hmm. it was like I was like, all right, I'm I'm good. So uh, yeah. that was that was fun, and that's my good bad, and it was it was a lot, man. <laughs> but I, I I'd never eaten at Kelly's. Oh really? Yeah, that's that, a good place. They really yeah. take care of you. Yeah, they do. They do. Like 
the service there is great. It is like your classic diner, and it's all a the, diner. I've never had a bad meal there. Well. No, yeah, no, yeah. So for me, um, the negative really it comes down to, and it's been my positive in a lot of ways. There's some of the younger girls on the volleyball team. I've talked to you guys about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That there are some girls whose level of it's just disrespect. There's just a level of disrespect, mm-hmm. not inherently, not just towards the coaches. But to their other players, to the teachers, to the school system, to the principal, to anybody. And it's not I, – I, I'm pausing because they're not even aware how disrespectful they're being. Mm. It's just a certain level of immaturity. And I, I pulled a girl aside today, and I was explaining it to her, and I said, you know, I was as excited as any other player to coach you this year because it was their first time. I said, you know, I've, I've saw you down at the junior high and everything's good. I'm talking to her and she's staring at me. I go back to the Bernie Mac thing when he was babysitting and he said, and she looked at me like I'm short. <laughs> and that's, this girl's looking at me like this and she's five foot tall, maybe. And I said, this can go one of two ways. I said, with your career based on how much you respect the people around you. I said, mm. you could be a, a four-year player and, a, and an all-section or all-whippeal and a real big member of this family for the, for the rest of your life, like so-and-so and so-and-so. I said, or this could be it for you. Mm. I said, and is this something you want to do? And like, she did not, she just stared at me. Mm. And I said, see, like that, you didn't even respond. She goes, I didn't know it was a question. And I went, is this something you want? Clearly, and then it makes you be the idiot, right? Reiterating some questions, so it's just frustrating because we're two thirds of the way through the season ish, and you're like, ah, it's you know, and again, we're up against 14 years of conditioning and everything else. Is this a I get it. from what you said last night? Well, no, that's another story that okay. I won't share. Okay. But same person, yes. Okay. I mean, that is. But there's more to the story that I won't. That's, that share. makes me sad. Yeah, it didn't it didn't go great? Mm. And then I had another conversation with another girl that did not go great. Mm. Um. But I get it. I mean, I know enough about the human body. It's not like one coach coming into your life and saying, hey, no. Right, for five minutes. You really do need to be respectful. And Mm -hmm. they go, oh. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. I apologize. Right. So that's – and then, yeah. So that's the bad. The good is twofold. One, as you guys know, uh, you saw me this morning driving my sweet angel girl to school. Mm -hmm. But what you don't know is I then saw your boy – walking to school okay because you guys dropped him off Mm -hmm. early or something right at the spot where we saw you well i don't know where you saw right at the intersection that right like on the street that we saw so i see him at the bottom of the hill still a quarter mile to a half mile from the school entrance right it doesn't matter i roll the window down and i say hey little boy get in the car (laughs) oh my gosh he barely looks and goes no no i'm good and he wouldn't get in the car oh. with me and Bella. Oh. We're both in the car on the way you. to school. So he did Wait. look enough to realize Oh, it was he knew you. exactly who he was uh. talking to. I'm not giving him a stranger danger chip. I was like, all right. <laughs> I just drove. Let you walk the rest of the way. Hmm. So it was just Bella and I laughed. Real. I think it was just too awkward for him. Like, I'm not going to get in their car. I'm walking right now. Like, it was just... Ninth grade awkward moment. Sure, it's and so did, funny how like that, like that age of their brain. There's cars all like, around. And I can't get else. in your car right now. It that was, would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like no. That's... I'm trying to save you walking up the hill yeah. and all the way down the yeah, hill, and you'll yeah. get to score earlier, and I'll get to see you this morning. What it wasn't. I mean, I wasn't really creepy. I was just being funny, like letting him know that it's me. And he just looked and he was like, "Nope." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, kid." <laughs> 
whatever. So that was good. But also, awesome. uh, Rachel and I are getting to go away for just a little bit, just a little bit uh, this weekend. Nice. And I just love when she and I get to do that. So that's good in advance. Yeah. yeah. Food wise, I'm in a banana pepper rut. I love banana peppers. <laughs> you know how you get. I mean, everybody's gone through it at some point in time. Oh, yes. if I have to count the time. But I love to make them, and I do it the same way every time. Salt and pepper and some fresh garlic, and then I put a squirt of uh, anchovy paste in there to give it a little extra saltiness, a little, as the uh, chefs call it, umami. Hmm. And then I, fit, I do a little sherry, cooking sherry when I cook it, and then I deglaze it with either <laughs> sherry vinegar, because that makes sense. You go sherry wine, sherry vinegar. Yeah, so I mix it up with a little red wine vinegar, a little, little oregano flakes. But I do it the same time, same way every time. And mm, to me, yeah. I think banana pepper, Italian peppers. I don't know what else you do with a banana mm-hmm. pepper. So if you're listening, if you're at the table, give me a suggestion. I mean, interesting. It sounds like you know what you're doing. Yeah. I'm you like, said a lot of things there. I'm like, I've <laughs> never done one of those things. And the thing is, by the way, and I've said this before on this podcast, uh, cooking hack if you're making hot peppers with onions add at least double or triple the amount of onions because they pick up the heat from the peppers and they cost much less mm. interesting um, and Joe and I today on our weekly father-son lunch we went to Nadine's on the south side ah, which was a Nadine's. triple D location yeah. yeah and he had himself a breakfast hoagie yeah piece of sausage with egg cheese lettuce tomato Mayo. That's a good little spot. On a really, oh, it was. Yeah. I was pretty jealous of that, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, mixed grill, which was basically a loose omelet. <coughs> it was fine. Like you do. It was good. I would say it was good. And what was nice about it was it was just he, it was just the two of us, and it wasn't complicated. But for far too many people I have found recently, mm-hmm. life has been far too difficult. Mm-hmm. And for a few other people, and by few, I mean many other people, I have found their lives to be what I describe as a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, but not excluding their own fault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's their own choices and their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, more often than not, it's things that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. And I suppose there is a third group of people where oh, everything's fine. But what I find out is the more I talk to everything's fine people... It's not fine. Right. Right. And we were, I was sharing that in the elders meeting the other night, and it was interesting. Elders in our church help take care of the ministry and the people. And a couple of them said, like, I said, I don't know what it is because I've noticed more and more dumpster fires lately. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at first it was like, well, that's interesting. And then it was almost funny. Like, wow, another dumpster fire. It seems like I get one a day. And now they're like combining. And it's different people's lives being influenced by the same dumpster fire in different ways. Mm. And in the elders meeting, they were like, well, yeah, of course it's worse now. And I was like, oh, and that's sort of part of the impetus for our topic tonight is those three categories. And the first thing I want to talk about is, is that all the categories or are there more life is harder than it should be. Life is a dumpster fire. Everything's fine. I was, I read that, you know, are we missing any? And I was trying to rack my brain. Are we missing any? And the only thing I could come up with was, that's eh, fine. But I think that actually just falls into the category of, you know, uh, means it's, things are a little more difficult, maybe. I, I, I would know. I would say, I think that everything's fine. Like, how do you say that? Everything's fine. Or everything's fine. Like, are you resigned to, all right, it's mediocre. Or everything's fine. And is a positive because like for me, like 
where I'm at right now in life is it's 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 more than everything's fine. I I like life, you know, sure. And, and I I think that um I, I'm very optimistic about a lot of things, um, on a, on a personal level, on an individual level, and, and so I I think there's also the Ooh. I'm really excited about life. I, I drive Abby to work. Abby to work. Yeah, I drive her to work every day. <laughs> I drive her to school. And every day I, I, I ask her, you know, what are you excited about? And every day is like the best day of her life. And mm. every day she is looking forward to this one thing. Like like this whole week, she's like, I'm so excited about this weekend when I get to go over to Gigi's, my, my mom's, and I'm going to sleep over on Friday night and Saturday night. And even during her birthday week, like she had every day and it, everything was great. And then we went to the beach. And like even while we're at the beach, she's like, I can't wait to get home and spend time with Evie. So and. and Obviously, you know, a lot of that is childhood exuberation, exuberance. But I also, I, I do feel like there is a level of, I really enjoy living life, even whatever the circumstances are. So I guess my long answer to that is, what is that? It's, it's, is it, everything's fine. Everything's great. And I'm excited about it. Or is it, everything's fine. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like just making it. Everything's fine. Right, like, just like making everything's it. Everything's fine. Just right. But if it's, like... if it's fine, down note. I mean, certainly, if everything is fine, everything's fine. Right. But if everything's fine, well, then it's more difficult than it should be, because otherwise it would be fine. Right. 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 It's you're saying it's fine. Right. It's not great. It's not a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, I was going to add, even just, I mean, I've thought a lot about this lately because as I walk away from meetings with people, I'm always like, you know, they go into that category. Mm-hmm. They go into that category. Um, and I can tell you've kind of been burdened about this. Like you've mentioned it more than once recently about. Oh, it's just been f- burdened. Sure. I mean, I, I carry, you know, I'm, I'm not going home and weeping, but well, I'll sure. weep with somebody. Right. It's um, more than usual. It's been noteworthy to mm-hmm. the nth degree. Mm-hmm. I've just more. And I even said in the meeting, I don't know if people are starting to trust me more, if I've earned the right to be heard, if, I, if, if I'm getting even better at comfort so people seek it out, whatever else. And they were like, no, no. You know, it's just a very difficult time. I might add a fourth group, which is life is confusing. Mm. Where they're walking in an almost a bewildered state. Of, oh, yeah. there's. Ugh. But that also can go into <laughs> that can go why into all three categories. Yeah, why is it, hard why is it harder than it should be? Why is it a dumpster fire? And wait a minute. Why is everything fine? Because <laughs> that, right. that's another whole podcast. Right. You know, I've, I've talked about that in the past when you can't well, even enjoy when everything is okay. That's where and, I land. And, and that's where he lands. That's <laughs> yeah. where, you know, your Amy lands. Amy Hammond lands mm-hmm. is, is all right. I love that happened. park. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> Amy Hammond lands. Yeah. Amy Hammond lands. Amy my favorite <laughs> one, too. Um, so anything else? Any other categories that we're missing? I, I, okay. So the everything's fine category is kind of solidifying in my brain, though, because I think because I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, where do I fall? So I think from a personal perspective, I'm somewhere between life is great and life is more difficult than it should be. I feel like at least most of the time, I mean, I think everybody fluctuates, obviously, right? We go through phases. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the time I fall into it's this life like like in, in the respect in the that's now, the way it is. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. okay, little ups, little downs, like, I'm riding the wave, maybe. Maybe some people are riding the wave, if that's a decent way to, to put it. It's not so much about, like, everything's great or everything's down, but eh, it's, I'm, I'm maintaining. We're, going, we're driving through Kansas. Like, there, yeah. there's an element of, of life or where you Iowa. drive through Kansas or I was Iowa. more rolling. Kansas well, is flat. Sure, right. And, and, and I think that um, 
that's something that a lot of people never recognize because it's it's always I'm driving through the Rockies or I'm driving through the desert. And, it, you know, I think those fall into specific categories that we've talked about. But there is the, you know, I'm just grinding and it's not bad. It's not good. It's not harder than it needs to be. It's fine. Maybe it's fine. Right. Maybe I guess that's the same. <laughs> but it's expect like I feel Expectedly like. Expectedly fine. Yes. I'm at a. Appropriately at fine. The phase I'm in right now is like. I expect what's happening. Like, I can see mm-hmm. it coming. There aren't any huge surprises. You know, I can see that, oh, you know, like today, for example, I was telling you guys earlier, my, this day at work was a little harder than than most of my previous days in the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But it didn't wreck me. Like, right. it didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I expect there to be some some rougher days. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that and that's, <laughs> to use that word again, fine. And I know that there'll be, a be may probably a better day tomorrow, and it's... You know, it's not wrecking me either. Like, it's all good. Yeah, I had to look back at our notes to, like, remind myself of, like, the three. Right, the one is great or fine. Well, well, here's here's my kind of consensus on it. Life is great. Uh, life is far more difficult than it should be. And uh, life is a dumpster fire. And everything is fine kind of covers all of that, in my opinion. Because there could be one thing that's great, like... Sure. Oh, I just had a, a a new kid, a new baby, right? And so maybe we're getting more into perception. But, but then, like, it's fine. Like, but it's also fine because, like, I'm not getting any sleep. I'm not getting anything done. Like, there's there's that, and like then right. there's, that's harder than it could have. It, it needs to be. And it's harder than it needs to be. Like, there's that. And it's then, like, it's like and the then there's like it's, it's like a the dumpster meme. fire. Like, it's like the meme that he, the guy's sitting there, uh, the the cartoon character sitting there, and like everything's on fire around. Yeah, it's like, everything's well, fine. And, and except he's also eating a steak. Except he's also yes, exactly. <laughs> and then there's like turkey the, Like the whole dumpster fire. Like you know, my wife and I are at each other's throats because like we're sleep deprived. And like there, there's that. Like everything fine. Everything is fine. Kind of covers all three mm-hmm. that, that's just the way i look at it and chris i agree with you and i see what you're saying and i agree yeah. with you and you're saying to a degree it's a matter of perspective right um in the middle i mean because mm-hmm. you know everything is great well that's not a matter of perspective if everything actually is great if everything's a dumpster fire well, that's not a matter of perspective <laughs> it's the ones in the middle is it harder than it should be or is it as hard as it should be right i mean you know maybe that's I was thinking that's the fourth category is everything is appropriately difficult, <laughs> you know, because that could answer yours, Eric. You know, everything's like, fine. Hey, on the one hand, you got a good job. Right. No, everything's appropriately difficult. Like, well, you have a three-year-old who's transitioning from crib to a big girl bed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's appropriately yeah. difficult. Right? right. It's not more difficult than it should be. Right. You know, um, and maybe the reason why I didn't think of that category is that person doesn't come to see me. Uh-huh, right. They're not running up to me saying, I have great news. Right. And they're not saying, I just don't understand why it's got to be this difficult. And they're not saying my life is a dumpster fire. Mm. They're not even calling me because mm-hmm. they're too busy appropriately handling right. as life comes just their way. put their head down. And, yeah. We had several people uh, comment on social media. Uh, first off was my boy Dan, Dan Leopold mm. mm-hmm. from his horse farm. And he said, life is great. And I would say that is very much Dan Leopold. That is perspective mm. mm-hmm. because I know. Life isn't easy for Dan, mm-hmm. but it is a perspective thing. He's got a great life. He's, I mean, God bless him. He's so unique. Um, so that was Dan's perspective. And Kelly, Kelly Anchor, our good friend, she said, life oh, doesn't yeah. need to be easy, but it can definitely lighten up a bit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Which I would put that in the category of harder than it should be. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's just what that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And I know as a business owner, 
She's had to do a lot. Mm-hmm. She uh, Kindred Curls Salon. She does a lot of great work, and that is not an area that is uh, without its difficulty these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These days. Mm-hmm. In unprecedented times. Like ah, this. yes. The new normal. Mm-hmm. Eric. We had uh, a few other people write in, uh, and I'm sorry if I pronounced a name wrong. Uh, Mike Tewitt. Uh Life is great. Some health issues, but I can deal with them. And I would put that under everything's fine. Well, that was mm-hmm. a. I would put that under life's more difficult than it needs to be. Mm, okay. Well, we don't. We're getting. We're let's let's define the four again. Let's officially Sorry. define the four categories. Sorry, we have great driving through Kansas. <laughs> we have Kansas <laughs> turkey head. <laughs> turkey. <laughs> we have great. We have appropriately difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Then we have harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then dumpster, dumpster fire. So you would put that in appropriately difficult. Like yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. got some health issues. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Handling it. They're over on the side. But health issues all versus all right. health things are good. Surprise. Yeah, we don't that like could those. be a different thing. Yeah. Do not care for those. Kasowitska. Sometimes we like to speak in the microphone. Oh. Kas Sowitska. Good old Sowitska. Life is more difficult than it should be, mm. but every day it's a little bit better. I would put so, that under life is <laughs> <laughs> more difficult than it needs to be. Okay, sorry. And Cass, we're with you on that. And yeah, um, yeah. and that's a great perspective. It I is mean, a great. Got to have that perspective. Because well, the, the the other well, I mean, you don't have to, but the other alternative is like I feel like if you don't, that's when it goes up oh, dumpster fire because you start to it compounds. You know what I mean? And, and you let it affect other areas. Right. Right. One more we had was by. Uh, comment by ed varilla he says life is great but then i believe in existentialism chris why don't you expand mm. on that no 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 jay that's your that's, <laughs> that's all you so turkey necks and hatchets <laughs> the turkey heads are the steak salads of, of existentialism existentialism. Of existentialism yeah getting philosophical yeah thanks ed um <laughs> expand on that for us if you would be so kind i think that could i'm gonna mean, google it right now well i know what existentialism is but i don't know what he means in his context um how about thank us? you all for your your yeah. comments what about you guys where are you I, I, i'm everything's great like I, i'm in a good place um on the macro on the micro you know um I think there's always the pep talk I give myself. Um, I would say everything's everything's fine. Everything's good. Fine, still not a category. What, what, what was appropriately difficult? Yes, I'm in the appropriately <laughs> difficult category, um, and that's fine. And then and that's good. <laughs> no, no, and I celebrate that because like I like you hear. Um, it's where you want to be. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it gives well, you, yes, it, well, you. Yeah, great would be awesome. It but. gives you great, but even then, but see, like I don't, I don't. I, I would not want everything to be fine forever. Like you have to have some grit in your sandpaper. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say, you know, because if you if you don't have those challenges, like if you always have yes men, if you always have that easy path, you become a a, a being that is not effective. You, you become, become a being less. that's completely out of touch. Not to get into politics, but you see so many of those people that have had yes men and a, a, an easy paved road in front of them and all the breaks go their way, whether through corruption or whatever. And look at those people. Those are the people we don't like in society. And maybe I'm just projecting my own thoughts right now, but I'm grateful for the things that come into my life that challenge me, that push me, um, 
and that make it appropriately difficult. That's where I'm at. I would say appropriately difficult. You know, um, I have a lot of good things going on. You know, work is good. Um, just had a doctor's appointment. Blood work came back good. Um, that's always great, especially mm. being on carnivore. Oh, yeah. All my numbers are good. Good. Um, and, you know, but then there's the, the other part of, like, Maggie is not sleeping, so I'm not sleeping. So, like, you know, last night I didn't I didn't fall asleep until probably a little bit after 12, and then Mags rolls in at, like, 1 o'clock. So then I'm going to sleep on her floor, and then I'm up, you know, waking up every hour. So I'm like, I'm exhausted right now. Like I, I cannot wait to put my head on the pillow tonight. That'll be a great hour. Oh, it's gonna be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and and then tomorrow we'll repeat it. So like you know, and but she's healthy, and Amy's good. She's healthy. You know, we're good. You know, we've had a lot of great moments and a lot of good family time lately, and everything is is appropriately difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah get the feeling we're all going to sort of be in that category but no. I, I okay except for jay but so far the three of us are all in that same category appropriately difficult and i have a theory on that but jay's probably going to blow it up in a second but that's okay my theory is like you know how obviously this is a podcast about uh, relational needs um you know how are we how are we um meeting each other's needs how are we bettering our relationships and and you know those other people that we're close to meeting our needs and and you know the whole thing relationships i wonder if that perspective of seeing things at an appropriate level has something to do with okay we feel stable you know in ah, our relationships yes. with each other but i'll pass it to you jay no i i i very much appreciate that observation uh, that we see things for what they are, and we have. We'll get to what is the solution if you are, if you do feel like life is harder than it needs to be, or if your life is a dumpster fire. What, the solution lies in what we have here. For me, though, my answer is life is harder than it should be mm. emotionally, and or, or at least at first, which drives me to then say, why is this more difficult than it needs to be? Why can't I just? Mm. Why is it that this isn't the way it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And then what I've learned to do is to wait for the answer. You know, well, why isn't coaching easier? Why can't I just have these girls be able to be taught? Well, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed to be the person that spoke truth to them for the first time and really held them accountable. Oh, okay. Well, that's not easy. You know, why is mm. church attendance down at the 11, but not at the nine? Well, okay, well, let's take a look at this. All right. And it drives me. So it, it ends up, I realize it's appropriately difficult. But right. emotionally, it feels more difficult than it needs to oh, be. Oh, that that's that's really good. <laughs> well, I, that. I respect the fact that you ask the question of yourself or, you know. Well, I pray. You pray. I right. do. So uh, you pray. But let's just say we ask the questions of ourselves. How many of us, you know, you pray and you, you expect an answer back from the Holy Spirit. At even, least even allow if, for. Even if you're not. Yeah, at least at least allow for it. But even if you don't do that, you meditate. How many of us ask the question of ourselves and then never listen? Right. Like we ask scary questions of ourselves and then we never want an answer to them, and so we stay in a you know in a spot of well, this is and that's where the dumpster fire become, becomes because you're never there's nothing you're going to hear back because you're not open to what that answer is right so you're going to stay the same even if it's like you're saying even if it's just thoughtfully processing it in your right. own brain right like you're raging out about something right and that's it and you're then you just, just gloss, you just gloss over it yeah. and you're on to the next thing and and 
that's not to like that's not to diminish the Holy Spirit because that's you know obviously we believe that wow that's a that's a an answer from a completely different dimension a completely different understanding. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and depending on you know what you do slash believe whatever else, that's the benefit of meditation that there is silence that there mm-hmm. is focus that there is mm-hmm. and, and you know I'm not discounting or promoting anything. You know you said it keeps that leads to the dumpster fire. But also that leads to the anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. on the one hand, it goes to rage. On the other hand, it goes to depression and anxiety that well, what if this doesn't go good? That's the question you ask. Right. Well, then what if this doesn't go good? What are this? You never entertain the thought of what if it might go right or what should I do or why is this happening? You get again, anxiety. The, the base root of that is you're not grounded. Mm-hmm. And so you're in the only in the question asking and fatalistic ceaseless. And you're right. asking question after question with no answer or resolve. That's crazy. Um, moving on, I, I would like to, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time, but I don't think we are on, are things more difficult now? You know, am I perceiving this to be more difficult now? Uh, as our elders believed, yes, it is more difficult now. We just got off three weeks of talking about how the whole world is divided and, uh, into different categories of things. And to, to sum that up, I heard a follow up from our boy, Matthias Desmet. Mm. And he said, uh, Eric, you might've heard it too. That there's three groups of people, those who are absorbed into mass formation, and that is about 30 to 35 percent of people typically. Then there is Wait, third, typically or currently in a mass formation uh, system any, okay. in general. If, if mass formation is occurring, 30 to 35, 40 percent right. of the people are following it. Wrapped up so in like the it, witch experiencing tri- like the witch it. trials or or the authoritarianism of the 20th century, like whatever it is. Right. Then there's okay. another 30 to 40 percent that aren't wrapped up in it, but they're just going to go along. Right. Hmm. Then there's 20 to 30 percent that are going, no, wait, this stop, is not OK. Stop, right. Mm-hmm. And he said, if that 20 to 30 percent disappears, your society's in trouble. Mm-hmm. That if they stick it out, the 30 to 40 percent eventually go. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. The middle 30 to 40%. Yeah. And that group then squashes out the part that's not thinking clearly. Hmm. So I would I would say yes. I think these are more difficult emotional times than we've yeah. experienced in quite some time. Well, oh, gosh. Yeah, and, yeah and, by well, far. And, and the one question that you ask on here is were things more difficult before the – were things more difficult before the pandemic than in previous years? And I, I want to say post-pandemic, like what I've what – I've, come to understand in this time what i've really settled on is i feel like through this last 18 to 20 months a lot of the masks have been taken off like the (laughs) the institutions masks taken off (laughs) what people are putting on masks brian covid mask it's just a funny analogy oh (laughs) you're a funny guy you're saying but no i feel sorry for wow yeah so no i I see where i see where you're at People have revealed themselves to be. Uh, and, and honestly, man, like I think one of the hardest things for me personally to, to reconcile is every single institution, every single, the, the military, the everything, like culture, everything in culture, like there's so many, like all of them, you see the corruption, you see how deep it goes. If you're, if you're willing to look, like look past CNN. Um, and it's almost like the black mirror, you know, there's, there's that show black mirror where it holds up a, this is what the dark side of humanity looks like. And I feel like we've been able to see that through this past 18, 20 months. And and that's tough for me because I want to believe that there is something out there that 
is worth believing in. But when I look at every one of the people on TV right now telling us things and, and then you see the stories behind where they're at. So that's what's been difficult for me. And I think for me last year, personally, 2020 was a holy crap. And I'm so angry at all this. This year, it's been about, okay, now I see what it's what it's all about. How do I make myself healthy emotionally in this so that I can be effective, so that I can just be not a dumpster fire, but a, all right, you know, a little bit diff- more difficult than it should be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to take that in a completely different direction, but. No, no, it makes sense. Um, I think for for me, what makes things more difficult is just lack of compassion and lack of um, meeting other people where they are um, mm-hmm. or or seeking understanding you know nobody nobody's listening to each other you know nobody's having an honest conversation right now we're just getting headlines and and right. and sound bites and this goes back to a few weeks ago when we were harping on social media and yeah. that being such an issue right yeah. yeah it's it's a lot of that and you know i feel like you know i've had a lot of thoughts lately of like just Turn off your TV. Get off social media. Oh, when Facebook and went down the other day, I was like, please don't ever come back up. I've never been prouder right. that I didn't know it had happened uh, <laughs> until it was almost over. I was like, look at me. <laughs> but it's just one of those moments that like, I f- I, I'm feeling like, like old man Eric, you know, is like, turn off your TV. Going to get somebody's going to give you those sponge bricks that you can throw at the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, get off social media and just go talk to your neighbor. Like, right. you know, like. Well, I love what both of you said, because that comes into our solutions. Yeah. Um, Before we get there, I think what has happened in the last 18 months, you know, Brian, to your degree, I I always say that money, fame, drugs, alcohol, and tragedy don't change you. They make you more of what you are. And so you can throw in pandemics, which is to a degree of tragedy and pressure, which I think we've all been under pressure. And so when you say the masks are being taken off, it's revealing people to be who they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that certainly has made things more obvious and sometimes much more hurtful. But to the same end, with you talking about the media or social media, whatever else, we've we've had what we've had over this last 18 months is an escalation of having to define yourself or being defined. Mm-hmm. And so there are the people that are pro-mask, anti-pro-freedom, anti-mask, black lives right. matter, all lives right. matter. Uh, you know, this elector, you know, this candidate this candidate whatever and that we have to be yes no people Mm -hmm. and we're not allowed to be uh people with opinions Mm. we have to be part of tribes right so then everything's compounded and we're further i mean everything's more isolated Mm -hmm. so then also add in this goes back to my first point it was the example that i didn't use imagine you lost somebody in the past 18 months imagine somebody died in your life maybe they did okay well they were sick but you couldn't go to the hospital they went in the fu- they died, but you couldn't have a funeral. You had a wedding, but no, you couldn't invite anybody. So I would say for sure the last 18 months have been far more difficult mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. And the ramifications of that are already being seen, but yet I believe are even more so. Yeah. And yeah, to, to, to that point about more difficult, like I think about mourning, you know, there's been people that have had significant losses, job you know, death. And and it's almost like you're not even allowed to mourn. Well, this is just the way it is. What, what do you mean? Like, well, oh, my wedding got canceled. I can't, it's the pandemic, you know? And like, 
I think that's one of the, it gives that, more people more ways to poorly emotionally respond. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's mm. one. Of, I think that's cumulatively that's one of the most troubling things that I've seen over these past eighteen. It's it's made my heart hurt when people and there's been a ton of people that have had very significant things happen to them, very significant losses, and again ranging from death to my wedding reception got canceled. And it's like, well, pandemic, you, you just have to soldier up. You just have to, this, this is where we're all in this together. And man, that grieves my heart. And, and, and then I think about our kids that are growing up in this and it's like, man, what, uh, what environment that they're growing up on that you're like defaulting all those emotions, you know? Yeah. It's so, yeah, I think it is heavy. So we want to end it on a positive note, Nah. Uh, <laughs> which is. Boy, what can be done? Like, why is it that the four of us can sit here and say, hmm, mm. you know, it might be harder than it's supposed to be, at least from my perspective. But yeah, there's truth in that. And I guess it is appropriately, you know. And the first thing I say is that we have to be, and you guys both alluded to this, we have to be grounded in reality. Now, what does that mean? Number one, mm-hmm. your world cannot be online. Mm-hmm. It cannot be social media of like just Facebook, which is watching everybody else's life or mm-hmm. Twitter, where you're trying to see the people that you follow and what the real inside scoop is on everything that's going on. If that's your world, that's, that is not a, good. That's the dumpster fire <laughs> right. slash, yeah. uh, riding the waves. Even of- though you might feel like you're staying informed, like you are disconnecting yourself from, from real relationships and from your own life. Cause you're only measuring your life based on everything else that you're seeing mm-hmm. or you're reacting. Like Brian said, 2020 was angry. Brian, you know, that he, he couldn't do that. And again, I'm not saying don't be on social media, right? But if that's mm-hmm. where you are, you know, grounded, if that is, you're having a good day, bad day based on what comes through social media, well, that ain't going to work. Well, and like we talked about before, like, you know, we talk about mass formation, like, you know, take COVID out of it, take the lockdown out of it. You know, mass formation, started long before COVID with social isolation from social media, right? Like social media really doesn't make you more social. It makes you more isolated. Yeah. There's been almost a generational yeah. move in that direction. Well, and it's funny yeah. because like, you know, the, a lot of my generation now with like class reunions, like everybody's like, I already know what everybody else is doing. Right. Like, right. There's no yeah. reason for me to get together mm. and catch mm. up. Right. And it's interesting because, you know, was it last week or the week before I, I went to a funeral of a, a right. You shared that on. Yeah. Uh, of uh, one of my friends growing up, his, his mother passed away and, you know, I got together with a lot of old friends and it was just really good to get together with them in person, you know, and not yeah catch up with them online it's different, it's different. and it we get so sucked different. into the idea that no we can do it this way right, right. and, 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 and I mean, obviously and, sometimes we need to or it's a little extra oh yeah. it's, it's nice to see what they're doing on facebook but it's not the same it's not a legitimate substitute yeah. it's something no, you can do it cannot be what grounds you right and, it and cannot will, be your basis and i will say like i i have felt so separated from them you know because I know exactly what's going on in their lives for the, for the most part, you know, not, I don't know. Well, let me take that back. I don't know exactly what's going on in their lives. You know what they portray. I, right. Exactly. I know what they portray. Um, Have you guys experienced this, which is a brief aside to the topic, but where you're telling somebody a story and they go, Oh yeah, I heard it on the podcast. Hmm. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> right. I didn't know you listened. Um, okay. <laughs> I've had those moments of surprise. Like, right. Oh, okay. And it's, yeah, it's not like your mother. Right. Well, I've had that with my wife. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but rather than social media, um, it's important that you are grounded in something that is real and consistent. Obviously, we are Christian guys doing a podcast, not a Christian podcast. For us, it's our faith. Mm-hmm. For us, it's the relationships that we share in this room and with our families and with our friends. Um, for you, It doesn't matter what it is, but it's got to be real yeah. and it's got to be consistent. And it's got to be something that will be there for you no matter what life uh, throws your way. Right. And so for some of you, it's different organizations, different faiths, whatever else. That's where it's got to be for your family. It can be your family. I mean, yeah, family can sometimes not be there for it. It depends on your family. Right. But that's what it's got to be. It's got to be grounded in something that is real, something that is consistent, and something that can support slash love you back. And that's for us why our faith works so mm-hmm. well. Um, lastly, y- you have to be surrounded by people and relationships. Um, my sister, Mary Lynn. She sits at the table. She has been on the show. Oh, I love Mary Lynn. She's working again. She's doing some case review stuff for a social organization. And they, she said her new boss said to her, listen, it's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about the mental health of kids who are in really bad ways. That's mm-hmm. who they're dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said the answer is always relationships. Not the cause of, which it is as well, but mm-hmm. that it is on the reading that book that I'm reading. Um, the body keeps the score. So much of the therapy is finally now building relationships to restore the trauma of the past that you can have a good relationship again and not, you know, every relationship has to be a dumpster fire. Mm. So to have a relationship where you can be open and say, man, life's harder than it should be. And to be honest and say, my life is a dumpster fire and be vulnerable and say, hey, can I help have help with this? If you don't have that, you're not you're not going to be everything is appropriately difficult Mm. and you're not going to be great Mm. and if you don't have that you have to start and be that right and then maybe it gets reciprocated Mm. anything else boys ladies i think that's a oh hi uh that's (laughs) that's a great way to end it (laughs) so um thanks for everybody for uh for joining us for listening in and that's what we have for episode 131 uh, if you can, please like and follow us on all social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, as always, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. And we thank you for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. I'm going to go eat a turkey leg. <laughs> Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Back in the saddle again. Rumble. You right. pet it with a hatchet. <laughs> I roll the window down and I say, hey, little boy. Get in the car. Look at me. I I was like, I'm going to eat this as long as I can. I'm in a banana pepper rut.